What up, bros? Welcome back to Thrones. Before we uh, start, I lost a bet, and I have to tell everybody that I suck at Call of Duty. But anyway, uh, Breck, how you doing? Good. It's been a while. Indeed. We haven't talked any fighting in a while. Um, this is a good card coming up. We're going to preview. Yeah, this is quite good. So let me share my screen real quick, and we'll get hop right to it. Okay, let's head to the prelim, early prelims and such. Um, nothing really here. Um, Tracy Cortez, I think that's the really only fight of note, in my opinion. Yeah, Cortez, that's about it. And then um, if we head over to the prelims, Ra- Randy Brown and Chaos Williams should be a really good fight. That's a slept-on fight. That could be a banger. Especially Chaos. Chaos, of course. Um, Brandon Roy Val, Matt Schnell, good, great fight there, actually. Um both those fighters are like super well rounded. Oh yeah. Francisco Trinado at his, you know, advanced age, still going at it. He's still going. And, uh, Blagoy Ivanov versus Marcos Hajera de Lima. I think de Lima is a is a solid fighter. This is a good test for him. Yeah, would agree. I think Ivanov's last loss was to Sakai back in May of 2020. Yeah. Jeez. But you ready to get in this awesome main card? Of course. All right. Donald Cerrone versus Joe Lozon. Retirement fight here potentially for both of these guys, to be honest. Um, but two legends of the game, I'd say. Uh, what are your thoughts on this one? I would agree. It's like winner and loser probably – it's kind of crazy to say they probably – both retire. Um, what are Lozon in his last? He's on a losing streak as, as well, right? Yeah, I don't think he's doing as bad as Cowboy, though. To be honest, um, lost to Guida, lost uh, Gretzmacher, um, Pierce. I think he. That's what's a little worrying. Is like he lost to Clay Guida. No disrespect to Clay Guida. He just he's up there, you know. Yeah, but. What'd you say? When was his last one? Um, that's a great question. Um, I, let, let's see. Let's see. Let's take a look. Um, held in 2017, I think. Yeah, and I mean, Cowboy, since that time, hasn't won much fights either. The only difference with Cowboy is he's been fighting top talent. Oh, no. He, he beat Jonathan Pierce in 2019. Okay, okay. Regardless of... Point still stands. Cowboy, even though like he had that five fight losing streak, look who he lost to: Tony, Connor, Gaethje. Gaethje. Did he fight RDA? Alex Morono. Alex Morono, who's a beast, by the way. Yeah. And, uh, so is, for that reason alone, I like Cerrone. I think Pettis. Pettis, yeah, crazy. He only fought killers. For that reason alone, I kind of like Cowboy. I think I think he wins this fight and retires. I think so, too. And his son is going to be there, and he got emotional about his kid talking about him at the press conference. Regardless, the, the, I don't know about Joe Lozon so much, even though he, he could retire. This has to be for Cerrone's health, and he, this has got to be it. I agree. He's, he's been in so many wars, dude. I mean, legend of the sport, dude. Can't take it away from him. Hall of Famer, for sure. Um. I got Cerrone by TKO. What do you think? Yeah, I would agree. Cerrone, TKO, I would say like third round. That's not a bad, not a bad guess, I don't think. Um, two more old heads, Breck. Yeah, this is the old heads. Uh, Marisa uh, Shogun Hua versus Ovin St. Pru. Uh, Shogun hasn't been too, too shabby in his past few fights. Um. But OSP has been getting rocked, to say the least. 
Yeah, like you would think Open State Prue might have the advantage, but like you said, he's been getting knocked out a bit. You know, like lost to Bozer, uh, lost to Jamal Hill. I mean, Jamal Hill, that's not. That's yeah, Jamal Hill is going to be like a top five guy soon. Uh, lost to, didn't he get absolutely cracked by Alonzo Menafield? Yeah, was it a no contest for like an eye poke or something? Or did he lose? I don't. I don't know. Hold on. Let's take a look. Regardless. I'm I mean, it's the old, older MMA fans will love this fight just because it's a bygone era. Uh, Oh, he lost to OSP. Okay. Okay. But he, but OSP has been getting knocked out. Yeah. I kind of like Shogun, dude. I do too. I feel like, I mean, they're both fighting for their spots on the roster in the sense that they're getting older. Can't, can't, you know, keep losing and stay on the roster. I mean, unless you're Sam Alvey. But uh, what's it called? Dude, Shogun, I just, you would agree, though, over, like, historically, he's the better fighter. Yes, absolutely. Pride champion. Pride champion, UFC champion. He knows what it takes. I like Shogun, dude. I don't know about TKO. I, I'm feeling a decision in this one. I am too. Two old heads going at it. Yeah. They don't have the energy to knock each other out by, by you know, the third round. Two more old heads in uh, Chandler, Michael Chandler and Tony Ferguson. I don't know what to think. <sighs> I know what to think, and I hate what I'm about to say. Just say it. Michael Chandler, second round knockout. Brutal. He's going to drop a Hendo bomb. Overhand right. Just drops him. Flatline KO. Flatline him. Flatlined. Tony's going to get flatlined. Wreck. I know. It's like the worst case. Like, I like both of these guys so much. But how can you tell me? I understand Chandler's lost. He's on a, what, two-fight losing streak? Yeah. But look, I understand Tony's also fought the top guys. But Chandler's been much more competitive in these fights. Chandler took the champion who is on the card, uh, Oliveira, seconds away from not like winning the belt off of him. If he doesn't go to the ground, he makes him stand up, he probably wins a chip. And then you would agree. I mean, his fight versus Gaethje, he expended too much energy early, which cost him, but rocked Gaethje, which we haven't seen as a reason and it's just like unless tony makes this like a jiu-jitsu match on the ground but like is tony gonna be able to do that when Oliveira couldn't you know what i mean like chandler just used his wrestling to get out of all the submission holes that Oliveira used and Oliveira took chandler's back and he didn't and he didn't tap him out so that just shows you how good chandler is on the ground where is where is Tony gonna do anything? That's my thing. Elbows. Chandler doesn't take damage well. That is true. We've learned doesn't take damage well. Like you know, it could be a doctor's TKO if Tony does something nasty. Maybe I just think the power difference. I think a Chandler KO's in the works. I hate to say it. If you're a I'll- Tony fan, I mean I think we're all Tony fans. Uh, who doesn't love Tony? That's the thing. But it's just like you got to wake up to reality, you know? Yeah, I understand. But you know what? Something tells me El is going to get it done. I mean, don't get me wrong. I hope I'm right. I hope you're right, too. I just don't see it happening. I, 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 I got to buy Darsh joke. Now, that is, that is something that could happen. Hits, hits Chandler with an elbow, gets a little wobble, gets him to the ground, Darsh joke. That is a route to victory. Just I don't see it, dude. What if, what if Tony wins, man? What if he wins? I mean, then then you got to start talking about like top of the division guys again. But the way Chandler drops Hooker, I see a very similar finish happening. Damn, I I can see that happening. Like the way Hooker just dropped, but I think because Tony's a little smaller. And not as big a guy. 
that's the flat, you know, like he's going to get flatlined. That's my thing. Uh, yeah, I got Tony by Darce choke in the second round. All right. First ch- championship fight of the night rematch. Uh, Thug Rose versus Carlos Esparza. Um, great fight. Um, I'm excited for this one, actually. Yeah. <sighs> I like the he, last he, one. I don't, I don't give Carlos Esparza a ton of chance here. Really? I think, I think Rose is like, I understand she beat her. But then again, that's a very green Rose. New in the fight game. She's like my age. She's 21, I think. When she lost, right? Yeah. I mean, dude, look look at the championship pedigree Rose has, dude. Look at who she's beaten. And and honestly, her last performance against John Wei Lee, that was like that was a championship performance. Like he was wrestling, out wrestled her. Everybody thought if it went to the ground, she would lose. Turns out to, to be the winner. Knocked her out in the first fight. Beat about uh, beat um Andrade. Andrade beat Joanna twice. I mean, Carlos Spars is a very good contender. But the Trevor Whitman camp, dude, Rose is just, she's on a different level right now. Here's, I, I, I'll say this. I think Carlos Spars is a far better wrestler than Zhang Weili. Yes. So I'll, I'll be interested to see what happens when Rose is on her back against someone like Carlos Sparza. And we saw what she did to Yan Zhao. That was nasty. Yeah. That was brutal. But I, know, I, that was, that was a quick fight. Everybody thought that would be a good fight. Long fight. It was over in like two minutes. Yeah. It was, I think it was a second round. She just ended up, ended it real quick in the second. She's got it in the crucifix and just landed elbows. Yeah. But. <sighs> I don't know. I'll go as far as by decision. Give me Rose TKO. If this if it stays as a striking match, Rose is not going to lose. Yeah, no, there's no chance. There's zero chance. The only way Carlo wins this fight is by ground control time, ground and pound. Then again, are we are we going to see that when Zhang Weili didn't do it? I don't know. I just think Rose is too good. She's very good. You know, she's the best. I'm the best. Um, she also does have Pat the Predator Barry in her corner. <laughs> um, if you don't know about it, look into it. Eddie Bravo. Um, look into it, man. It's on YouTube. Look into it, dude. Pat the Predator Barry. Um, great coach. Not a great guy. Uh, yeah, Rose is too good for me. Thug Rose. I got Esparza. I got a good feeling about it. And Esparza is great, I think. What the hell? Oh, never mind. Okay. All right. I'm excited for this one, Breck. I don't know if you are. I, I, I don't know. This one is so tough. All right. I think you and I can agree on this. Charlie Olives is the most disrespected UFC oh, yeah. champion right now. Is he a favorite? Tell me he's a favorite, right? He's a minus 140 favorite, I think. That's like not even 170. Okay, that's 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 a little more respectable than it was in the past. But here's where I worry. I think you'll agree. If, Char- if Charles Oliveira takes a clean strike from Gaethje, it's not a sa- the same as a clean strike from Dustin Poirier. No, but he did take strikes from Chandler. And he almost got knocked out. But you would agree, Chandler's level of power in Gaethje is very similar. I agree with that. But here's my thing. I think Gaethje would just, would just have had him stand up yes. in that situation. The thing about this fight, it's very interesting. I mean, Charles Oliveira's striking has gotten so much better over the years. So technical. Joe Rogan's always so technical, so technical. But um, It's perfect. It's perfect striking. Look at that left hook. But uh, <laughs> what's it called? The, the window for Gaethje, I feel like he already had a crack at the belt. And while he did get submitted by Khabib, looked pretty good in the first round against Khabib. Yeah, he won the first round. Won the first round, landed a ton of really good leg kicks. Not a, not a ton of strikes, but like leg kicks, 
his leg kicks are nasty. The chopping, it's just crazy. I don't know if you would agree. This feels like now or never for Gaethje. He's not the type of fighter who's going to have a super long career the way he fights. I think he said, I don't know if this is uh, true, but like, I think he said something like, I got like five more wars in me or something like that recently. It's just like, it's now or never for Gaethje. I can't disagree. I think I think Gaethje's really good. He's really good. The one little area of concern, which we saw against Khabib, this gets to the ground. Nobody is better in the UFC in terms of submissions than Charles Oliveira. Yeah, but he's not – I don't think Oliveira will pin Gaethje down like Khabib will. That is true, but if he gets the back, we, we saw it against, you know, against Poirier. I don't know. But, uh, I, I, I don't know with this fight. I have no idea. It's so close. Like, and the thing is, and you love them both. They're great. Yeah, they're both great. The thing is, we're not even disrespecting Oliveira by saying we don't know. It's genuinely like a coin flip. Because we saw when Chandler, he, he was in on that takedown against Gaethje. Yeah. And Gaethje did that. I don't even know what you call it to get out of it. Like when he, like br- flipped him, his legs up in the air and flipped Chandler over him. Like what? Yeah. That was, that was crazy. I don't, I Gaethje is a freak athlete. If I don't know what. It's true, I, but his ground game is, is even though he's a, he's a good wrestler, his ground game is the weak spot. Yeah. In terms of jujitsu. That's true. Defend- all right, Breck, what's the prediction? I really want to go Gaethje. I'm, go- I'm going Gaethje TKO, dude. I, think I am if too. He lands- I think if he lands that, that same shot, you would agree that even though Oliveira is great, he is susceptible on the feet at times. He doesn't, move- he doesn't have great head movement. Head movement. That's that shot we talked about, you know, where Chandler dropped him at the end of the first. If Gaethje lands that fight again, uh, lands that similar type of shot in this fight, he's not going to go. He'll be knocked well, out. Well, what's happening is Gaethje's going to have him go to the ground and Gaethje's going to stand him up, I think. Yeah, but I'm saying it might not even get there. Like, yeah. It might be. He might face plant. Yeah, it might be. He might be out. Give me Gaethje TKO fourth round. I think it goes later. I don't think it's a quick TKO because Oliveira is too good. Yeah. Oh man. Maybe like a third, fourth round TKO, Gaethje. I don't know, man. Yeah, I'm. You know, I'm going second round TKO, Gaethje. I like it. All right, Breck. We we got some th- We got a lot to discuss. So much news broke in the last like 48 hours. But I think we have to address one thing first. Do you want to know what that is, Breck? What? Paulo Costa's Twitter. Oh, my God. Can we just – he is out of control. <laughs> but also, it's the greatest thing ever in terms of entertainment. It's – he's become – quickly become – The heel. The heel. But I like to root for the bad guy, so. But it's like, like – he says things that are so out of pocket. Oh, it's so offensive, unbelievable, like – and, and the funny thing is, is like his English isn't great, so it's a lot of broken English, in the streets, <laughs> which makes it a little bit funnier. Using homophobic slurs without consequence. The comment section too, like, it's just so good. But and the memes that people make of him by photoshopping his face on other people. Yeah, but I mean, call it call it terrible, whatever. But he's becoming like. It is helping his brand. Like more people know who Paul Acosta is now since the last three, four months. What he's been doing on Twitter, you know what I mean? Like it's not. No, he's not trying to be funny. It's just everything is funny on that Twitter. It's genuinely just him. Like he's not putting on an act. Like if you were hanging around Paul Acosta, it would. That's what would it would be like. Yo, that thing that he um. Uh, with what he put Nami Yunus and Dana White as his banner. Yeah. 
Um, Dude, speaking of Paulo, the UFC in his return fight are going to give Luke Rockhold Paulo Costa. Like, talk about talk about the worst possible return fight for Luke history Rockhold. of his chin versus Paulo Costa. Like, oh my god, death! Dude, he's gonna die. Death, imminent death, imminent danger for Luke Rockhold. Don't get me wrong, Luke Rockhold. He gets his fight to the ground. He could win. But, dude, he takes two or three clean strikes from Paulo Costa. One. Yeah, one. Maybe, you know, the the time away, rest up, chin gets a little bit, you know, recuperated. But it'll be more impressive if he somehow wins. Yeah, what if Rockhold wins? That's the crazy part. What if he wins? Then I feel like he's immediately top five. Fight. Or you know they might just throw him a title shot. I was gonna say like he he was fighting contenders when he left was the champ. Like if he wins this fight, like give him a title shot. Dude, I think Rocco could beat Izzy. Yeah, he's the perfect style. Because he can he can't Luke Rocco can kickbox. Prime Luke Rocco beats Izzy in my opinion. Yeah, especially with the grappling. Especially with the grappling. You but know the what, thing is, know, his wrestling know. isn't that great. Luke Rocco. It's his jujitsu is fantastic. Yes, but his wrestling is is very good as well, dude. He destroyed a Chris prime, Weidman. Uh, what's his name? Long Island guy. I can't even. Chris, Chris Weidman. Chris Weidman. He destroyed a prime Chris Weidman. That's true. An All American wrestler, like ground and pe- Luke Rockhold. Uh, Chel Sonnen only says this. Luke Rockhold has like the greatest ground and pound of all time. Like that's true. His elbows, like it's almost unstoppable, dude. But then he met left hook Larry. Yeah. All right. Let's before we get into the uh, the fight announcements. John Jones and Sipe seems like it's actually going to happen. It does actually seem like it's going to happen. You've been preaching this for seems like a year and a half now. <laughs> It probably is a year and a half because John Jones <laughs> refuses to fight. Um, but hopefully this news is true. We actually see John Bones Jones back in the octagon, regardless of what you think of the guy. Legend. Arguably the greatest fighter ever. I, I think you kind of have to say he is. I don't think it. I don't think it's an argument. I mean, well, there's the whole, you know, the drugsies, the drugs, and the not even the drugs, it's like the PD accusations. But then again, like Nate Diaz said, maybe all these guys are on the juice at one point. You know what I mean? And if he beats Stipe, you know, he gets the title, right? Well, I, I think he beats Stipe. He obviously gets an immediate title shot. But here's my. Well, I think it's going to be interim title. Interim title, regardless. He beats Stipe, wins an interim title. He wouldn't even have to win the belt, to unify the belt. If he wins an interim heavyweight title, I think it's a He's match. a champ. Yeah, yeah. But I'm just saying a title shot, at uh, a title victory at heavyweight cements his GOAT status. I agree. He doesn't even have to defend the belt. He could win it and then retire. Like, And, and, and you know, we talk about D- DC going up and, you know, him, you know, do, you know, winning the belt at heavyweight as well. Do you know who the only person DC never beat is? John Jones. And Stipe. But he beat Stipe? Oh, that's true. I'm just saying, you know, guys, he's lost to. But uh, you're right. And it's probably the greatest rivalry ever in the sport. But that head kick. That head kick. It's crazy. It'll just be very interesting to see. It's been such a long layoff. Like, is he? Does he come in right away? And is he the John Jones we knew, or does he look like the John Jones against Dominic Reyes, where a little sloppy? Here, here's my thoughts. I think it's going to be the John Jones we knew. Here, here's why. He clearly did not care. Yeah, he's not cutting weight now, too. That's the scary yeah. part. Terrifying. Yeah, he did not care. Yeah, one bit. In that he literally said after the Tiago Santos fight, yeah, I could have wrestled him. I want to kickbox him and challenge myself. What are you, what? Yeah, this is playing with your food, you know? 
and he won the fight. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I, I think I, I, I'm scared for Stipe. I'm not scared for Stipe. I think he would lose a decision probably. And, and there's people like, oh, jo-. you saw the new pictures of John Jones, I assume, in the footage. Oh, he's he's fat. I'm like, he, he has a six-pack, first of all. What are you talking about him being fat? Second, he's not even in fight camp yet completely. Yeah. Just stop. The thing about John Jones at heavyweight, at light heavyweight, he was cutting a lot of weight to get there, first of all. Now he's fighting at a more natural weight. People could say, oh, the gas tank. We've never seen it be a problem. So why would it be a problem now? And then two. That yeah, I mean, little, he, he's a little heavier. A little heavier. That might be to his benefit in terms of defense. Uh, and it's going to definitely be help when he wrestles. That extra little weight on top of guys. You know, like nobody's beating John Jones in heavyweight in terms of wrestling. Like maybe no. not people like Curtis Blades. I'm like, mm. nah, Curtis Blades is very good, but like straight wrestling match, John Jones wins. I agree. He might actually have a little more knockout power as well. He's actually, dude, that dude has the worst leg genetics of yeah. any person on this planet. This dude can squat like 500, 600 pounds, he could deadlift 585 or something crazy. But he has no leg muscle. Yeah. It's bizarre. But you ready to get into some fight announcements? Yeah. Volk Holloway 3 set for July 2nd. It's the fight that has to happen. Two best guys. Clear cut above the rest of the division. I yes. really hope Max wins so we get the, the, the quadruple. I hope we get the fourth, you know? I think Volk wins. The way he looked against Korean Zombie, it would hard to be bet, bet against him. Well, oh, okay. Stop, 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 stop. The zombie was not supposed to be there. <laughs> yeah, I know, I know. But I, I, I know it's way, we're way too early here, but I think Max needs to win this fight in terms of legacy because there's like the four featherweight goats that everybody always debates. There's like the Aldo, Connor. Connor is debatable. Come on. Connor is debatable. He's 7 0 at Featherweight, won the belt off of Prime Aldo, knocked him out in 13. So that's, it's, he's in there. He's in the discussion. I don't think he is. He's up there. Okay. That's respectable. Max, obviously. And then Volk. I mean, Volk right now is on his way to being a Featherweight GOAT. I mean, Aldo defended his belt nine times. That is true. But he did fight. He did go 10 years undefeated, which is crazy. One thing, though. The competition Aldo was facing back then, it, it's drastically more now. You know what I mean? Yeah, but he fought some killers. That is true. But if Volkanovski was around back then, you know what I mean? Like, Let's see whom Aldo fought during that, his title defense. And then, stuff. bro, I know Aldo, but then Max beat Aldo twice. You know what I mean? Yeah. All right, so um, during his uh, title reign, he beat Mike Brown. Uriah Faber. Faber's a good, good shout. Kenny Florian. Mm-hmm. Chad Mendez. Good shout, yeah. Frankie Edgar. Mm-hmm. The Zombie. Yep. Ricardo Lamas. Yep. Chad Mendez again. Yep. Frankie Edgar. Yep. Dude, savage. Savage run. But you compare that to Volkanovsky's current run? What? Or... Uh, Holloway twice, Ortega and the zombie. And then he knocked out Mendez. Uh, yeah, he murdered Mendez. And, and he beat Aldo. And he beat Aldo. So you could argue Volkanovski's run right now is comparable. I could even argue better. And then you, let's look at whom Holloway. Holloway's uh, run's crazy too. Uh, Pettis for the interim title. Yep. Uh, that doesn't count. Yeah, I mean. But that version of Pettis he fought very good, and well, weight depleted. That's true. Uh, Josie Otto twice, Ortega, Edgar, Edgar, Edgar fought for the featherweight title three times. Yeah. What? He's a beast, dude. Dude, that's 
God. That's wild. Yeah. That's do we gotta put some respect on Frankie Edgar's name? Always. You're a guy. No, you know, he's a New Jersey guy. New Jersey, I mean tri-state guy, you know. But uh Tri-State, Tri-State. Yeah, can't wait. Um Rafael Dos Anjos versus Fazeev, July 9th. I hope this fight happens. I hope it happens. Correct. correct. They both pulled out of a lot of fights recently. Um, great fight. Bang. Yeah. Great. Um, Cody Garbrandt will fight Ronnie Yaya, July 9th. Yeah, they gave somebody that has like zero career knockouts to Cody. So basically, if Cody gets knocked out by a guy with like no knockouts, he's done. But I uh, think Cody probably wins. But Yaya has 21 submission wins. Yeah, that is a little scary. But it's kind of, it's, this is like his career. This fight, he's got to win for Cody. Yeah. And, he, uh, they're, and they're, they're thinking that they're feeding him a Kamba. I think Yaya is pretty good. Yeah, I would agree. But if he's going to win, that's the type of opponent he's going to win against. Dude. I think we have another Tiago Santos main event. Little worrying. Uh, but he's fighting Jamal Hill. Less worrying. Less worrying. That's right. Jamal Hill is box office. He's slowly becoming one of my favorite fighters. Dude, dude, dude puts people out. Puts people out. Um, dude, he's only lost in the last whatever. Got his arm destroyed by Paul Craig. And then they went and partied. And then they went to party, so they're both legends. But Pool Krieg. I think I think it'll be a banger. Even though you're right, though Tiago Santos's last like three main events have been not the best. That Johnny Walker one was like oh my god, waste of 25 minutes I've ever spent. Dude, so and I came I came back from a WVU football game. Like I was excited to watch some fights. That's what I got. Dude, the whole time John Cavanaugh's just saying, good, good, let's win on points. It's like, dude, what? No. Go win, knock him out. We went on points and then he lost. It's not karate. John Cavanaugh's like the worst coach ever, dude. It's amazing what Connor did when he did. You know, people, not Connor. And I'm like, okay, I understand to some extent. But do you realize what this guy did with an absolutely terrible coach? Yeah, essentially, Connor just was so good that it didn't matter who his coach was at that time. Like, you know I mean? Imagine if he was at Sanford. Yeah. Dude, I think if Connor, like right now, was with Trevor Whitman. Or he went to All-Stars. Or, yeah, like, you know, Henry Hoof. Like, dangerous. But. Or Hakar. Um... Who's the person at Kings MMA? Muay Thai legend. Oh, uh, Rafael Cordero. Rafael Cordero. Yep. Um, Uncle Live will fight Anthony Smith uh, at two seventy seven. Big Great. stuff here. Great fight. Um, Uncle Live gets a title shot with a win. When you be on like a six fight win streak? I, I think the winner of Rockich and Blahovich. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. But, but hey, he he's right there. Contender shot though, for sure, right? The winner. Maybe he gets the loser of uh, Teixeira and uh, Yuri. Yeah. Um, unless they do an immediate rematch, but I find no, that hard. No, they won't. I feel if I well, you you and me both agree, Yuri's going to be champ for like five years. But Glover should hang it up if he loses. Yes, absolutely. I think he will. I think he will too, because it's like you you won the title at such an age, historic achievement. What else do you have to prove? You know what I mean? Nothing. Uh, Yuri supremacy, it's, it's coming. The Yuri era of dominance. And we're going to get that fight in the woods. That's what we need. I sent you the video yesterday. <gasps> and then he screams into the sky like the Norse gods that he's pretty like, unbelievable. Like what he goes. Dude, I, I, I sent you that. And the caption was, whoever thought... Reyes stood a chance after this fight needs to really look at themselves in the mirror. It's true. All right. Pedro Munoz will fight Sean O'Malley at UFC 276. Great fight. If you still doubt Sean O'Malley, 
how can like in terms of his opponents, they gave him a top. You know, like I understand Pedro Munoz's record is like win loss win loss recently, but he's a top guy. He's one of the better fighters in that uh-huh. division. You can't you can't hold if O'Malley goes out there and puts on a great performance. You can't da- you can't doubt him. You can't you can't doubt his talent, dude. I, I, th- I personally think-, I think O'Malley is is great. I think. Obviously, there's things to work on, but dude, he's so young. Like, who is who's like nobody's champion at that age except John Jones? But you know, him and Pure Yon are like the same age, right? Really? They're like a year apart. That's crazy. But I'm really I'm pulling for Sean O'Malley because I, I want the Cheeto rematch. Because Cheeto's another guy who's just a beast right now, dude. I want to talk about what Cheeto did to Rob Font real quick. That was Dude, Rob gross. Font is such a good striker, and he's just... Like, it, I know you didn't watch the fight, Brick, but if I you watch... I watched the highlights. So, Rob Font won the first four minutes of every single round, yeah. but Cheeto just wrecked him in the last minute, like decimated him. Yeah, I, was, I saw some, el- some elbows in there. And it's just like, if that was his strategy, like, that's amazing. Like, who and he did, that? and he absorbed like two over two hundred significant strikes, no marks on his face. Dude, he's a savage. He he's such a savage. Um, but Robbie Lawler will fight Brian Barberina at two seventy six. Good fight. Good fight. Good fight. Brian Barberina. Um, I like Barberina, man. He fought Matt Brown. Was that right? Um, no, that was. Yeah, he fought Matt Brown at Columbus. Brown, yeah, the one you were at. Dude, that fight was awesome. That was a great fight. I thought Matt Brown won it, but uh, he's fighting a lot of old heads, huh? Matt Brown and then Robbie Lawler back. Hey, back. two legends. Two legends, yeah. Um, Jack Hermanson will fight Darren Till at UFC London, July twenty third. I love it, Darren Till. Darren Till, um, mate. Darren Till needs to win badly. But you know why I think he will? Sweet Caroline. Because he's part of the Smash Bros now, dude. Yes. Hamzat. Till. Smash. Brothers. Brother. Uh, you know? Also, I can't wait for the Sweet Caroline walkout. Yeah, it's going to be great. Um, Curtis Blades will fight Tom Aspinall at UFC London. Great fight. Um, Blades looked so good in his last fight. Dude, he cracked Dawkins. True, um, but he won't be able to do that against Aspinall. Maybe a little bit overrated, Dawkins, to be honest. Or, I, I, he, I think he should move down to two hundred five. Yeah, he's a really good fighter, but I think you and me had a really high opinion of him that just didn't turn out to be true. Well, they, they all they also just fed him to the wolves these past two fights. I mean, it's true, but like Shamil Abdurahimov, and then you go up to Derek Lewis. That is true, but uh, it's the Aspinall, you know, like. It's just another Aspinall wins this one. He gets a contender shot, probably. Yeah, man. All right. Winner of Blades, Aspinall fights the winner of the next fight where we should talk about. Tuivasa gone. Tuivasa. I think gone pieces him apart. Probably. But can you imagine gone versus Aspinall? That's a fight. Dude, that is a so highly skilled matchup. It's the, the two wrestler. freak athletes. Yeah, the, the the grappler versus the striker too. The you know like styles make fights. But they can both go to the other guy's realm. Yeah. Okay, Breck. This fight is violent. Calvin Cater versus Josh Emmett. Well, when this was announced, I was I was taken aback by like I was looking at Josh. I was like, wait a minute. I got to look at Josh Emmett's record quickly. Dude, the guy is like only one in the last, what, like two, three years? Uh-huh. He's a beast. Like, this is such a slept on fight in the terms of like, people probably think, oh, Cater just should have a win here. But like, dude, I don't know. This is going to be violence. Yeah. And Cater, dude, looks so good against Giga. Yeah. Didn't take any damage really either. No, Giga's a savage. Yeah. 
Um, okay, there was the leak. Remember the leak, the big leak, big leak. Let me let me get to whoever, some of those matchups. Whoever let that leak is no longer an employee of the UFC. Well, here's what happened. It was on a podcast, and they did the podcast in the war room. Again, whoever decided that they're not they're yeah, no longer idiots. They're no longer there. Idiots. Um, let's let's take a look at some of these fights. Oh, Matt Brown versus Takashi Sato, July 2nd. Good fight. That's a good fight. Good fight. Um, ooh, Hanado Moicano versus Jamie Malarkey. Good fight. That's a great fight. Um, let's, okay. Rest in peace, Patty Pimblett. He's going up against Ahmed Zaitar. He's getting. He's going to get knocked out. I really like Patty Pimblett. But two things about this fight. Look at who Patty beat. They're both no longer in the UFC. Cut. Cut. And they both knocked him down in the first round, which is not a great sign going forward. And they're, I think Benjamini was actually a pretty okay fighter. I don't yeah, think he was I, that I, I don't think he should have been cut. But Kazuo Vargas, absolutely. Get that guy out of there. Yeah, but he even like kind of knocked Patty down. In he, he, he stumbled him. He stumbled him. Not the same level of uh, – First guy, but uh, oh my gosh, this fight! Yeah, Amin Azaitar is going to knock out Patty Pimlet if Patty leaves these openings like he did in his last two fights. There's obviously the big incident what happened on Fight Island, the bag. He got cut, and then he got they just brought him he got back. Cut, and they were like, "All right, you're too good. We got to bring you back." But like, he said it was like a meal they were bringing him. Supposedly like potatoes or something like potatoes. that. It was, it was weed. It was, it was pretty, interesting. It was clearly weed because, you know, like the UAE laws on weed are pretty strict. So that's probably why they had to cut them. For legal purposes. For legal purposes. But dude, he's going to like, I said this to you. The hype around Patty will probably be a favorite in the fight. Bet the, bet the house on, on a, a Zaitar. Knockout. I, I think I told you this. My thought was, if he goes up against a somewhat competent striker with power, Benjamini is a competent striker, but he doesn't have the power. This dude puts lights out. Lights out. Did you see that video I sent you yesterday? Great. Yeah, like, the guy was out, like, his head hit the mat. Oh, dude, brutal knockout. I forget who it was, but, oh, my gosh. Why? If you want to build up Patty, this is not the guy. No. This is not the guy. You know what's crazy, too? The other option was Ilya Teporia, who would also just take the head off Patty. Yeah. Oh, it was uh, Packlin. Packlin. Mm-hmm. Uh, he, he, he was out. Well, the thing about this fight, too, I mean, do you know in terms of Azaitar's ground game? Like, Patty is very good on the ground, we've, we've learned. I think Azaitar is good wrestling. So if he can neutralize Patty's ground game and makes it a stand-up fight, dude, KO. Yeah, here's my thought. I think if Otman Azaitar stuffs the first takedown, yeah, Patty's going to lose confidence. It's a bad sign that happens. Dude, I mean, yeah, Packlin and then Kama Worthy put his lights out. I mean, uh, Kama, Kama's great, a good fighter. He just has no head movement. No. And that's why he got cut, unfortunately. Yeah. But, dude, he, he might. Oh, gosh. Beck, I don't even want to think about it. Like, it, this could be bad. It's going to be bad, if I had to guess. Yeah. Uh, I, I don't bet. But I might have to put a little bit of money on a Zaitar here. It's like, it's a sneaky, it's a sneaky good play. It really is. Yeah, I completely agree. Um, Lauren Murphy, Misha Tate. Good fight. Fun fight. Good fight. Misha Tate's Tate. moving down to 125. Yep. She's um interesting choice. Uh, she probably thought I got to get out of Valentina's division. Mm-hmm. But she looked good. In her last couple fights, I mean, what what is she one on one since coming back? Mm-hmm. Yeah, she doesn't look bad. She didn't even look bad in the loss, though. 
she, she, you know what I mean? Like, she lost. That's really, it wasn't like, oh my gosh, what's she doing here? Yeah. So. Uh, Rob says he has fight news coming soon. Interesting. I mean, out who I, I don't know where does who's he fight? Dominic Cruz? Like San Hagen? San Hagen makes sense. They both need a fight. He we'll see. Time, obviously, but I don't it'll be a good fight. Yeah. I like I like I like Marab. Of course. Um before we get into the to the last thing I want to talk about. Um Jose Aldo calling out um uh Al Aljo is really interesting because he doesn't do that. Yeah. I so, agree with him too. He should get the title shot. So did Dillashaw called him out. I don't know how you felt. I think Yan won the fight. I did too. I think he won three rounds two. I understand that the rounds Aljo won were dominant. Yeah. But that I think it was two two going into the fifth. And then Aljo didn't do anything in the fifth. Like he kept going for the takedowns, but he never, he never landed him. I don't know. Yeah. Oh, I mean, Aljo's time as champ is pretty limited considering I think if there's he, killers. Jan, Jan will be back. I think Dillashaw beats him. I think I think Cheeto beats him. I think Cheeto could beat him. Yup. I love Cheeto. Although not sure. In terms of you know, although in terms historically gets gassed out, that type of wrestling style could gas him out pretty quick. But I, I think Otto should get the next shot. Maybe. I don't think Dillashaw should because he won a very unconvincing win against Sanhagen. I would love I would like to see Aldo Dillashaw though. That would be oh I'm I, I'm all for that. Um all right. We Kamar Usman sit down. Uh you would get absolutely murked by Canelo Alvarez in a boxing match. If Canelo fights Usman at, what, 168? It would be at probably, right? Well, yeah, something like that. Second round KO. Second round TKO uh, Canelo. It, wouldn't, it would be over so quickly, dude. Good on Usman for getting the payday. That's what they're, you know, Ngannou's going to fight Fury for a payday. Makes sense. But, like, you're both going to get killed. Yeah. Different world. Uh, did Level. you see the? Did you see see the uh, Amanda Taylor? Uh, no, uh, Katie Taylor Amanda Serrano fight. I did not, dude. It was great. One of the best boxing fights I've ever seen. All right. Um, didn't uh, what's his name help like finance? Jake Paul oh, helped yeah. promote it. Yeah. Oh, what Eddie Hearn was saying to Jake Paul was hilarious. Yeah, that little interview they did was hilarious. You are average. You should take that as a compliment. It was pretty funny, too, that, like, Eddie Hearn was like, fight a real boxer. And he's like, I will. And then he's like, here, fight this guy that's 1-0, who's, like, an Olympic. Uh, uh, Chev. He's like Chev Clark. Like, Olympic silver or gold medalist, but he only has, like, one professional fight. I think he's, like, undefeated amateur-wise. He's nuts. Yeah, fight this guy. He's a (laughs) 1-0. And Jake Paul was like, "Eh, I don't know about that. Dude, he would get killed by that guy. Yeah. Chev Clark is a beast. Um. All right. I don't think uh, the UFC is a big fan of Nate Diaz. Um, I don't think so. Because uh, potentially he's been wanting to fight. They won't give him a fight. Hamzat is the matchup. This is all from the leak, guys. So this is not confirmed. I really hope this is the one of the leaks that doesn't come true. I would like to see. I mean, Hamzat should be fighting Colby, first of all. And then the fight we need to see is Nate versus Dustin. They've both been calling each other out for how long now? But the UFC doesn't want to do that. But that fight makes sense. It does both, make sense. Both come off losses, big names. A lot That would sell a lot of pay-per-views with Dustin and Nate headlining. It would be a fun fight. You give Nate Diaz to Hamza, it's going to be like bad. Very bad. But Nate Diaz is just going to stick up the middle finger from the bottom and just throw up a triangle. When Nate Diaz is getting 10-8 in the third round and his face is bloody, and then he hits a Stockton slap and then throws up the double bird, me and, like, the Nate Diaz crew are going to be going crazy. But what, it, doesn't, what? it doesn't mean anything. Yeah, Nate Diaz could win this by triangle. Possibly. I don't think we see this fight. I really don't. 
I don't either. I don't want to see it. I take that back. I want to see it, but I really don't want to see it. I just don't want to see it, period. Like, Hamzat, Colby, late summer, and then Nate, Dustin, they want to fight soon. Let them fight soon. I think Dustin thinks he's either going to fight the winner of Chandler Ferguson or they're waiting for McGregor 4. McGregor 4 is not happening. My opinion. I think it will. At welterweight. I think Connor fights the winner of Chandler Tony. Possibly. I think Connor uh, fights the winner of Edwards Usman. <laughs> it, it is a real possibility, but it's like it's, it's comical that that's like a real possibility. Yeah. I was about to say the same thing. I'm like, you know, it sounds crazy, but it's not crazy. That's it's not crazy because like the money, cha-ching, but like. It is it is it is crazy in terms of like a guy who's lost four in the last five going up a division fighting for the belt right away without having any wins. Kind of crazy. Yeah, man. All right, Breck, do you have anything else? No. Um, we basically covered everything. Yeah. A lot dropped. Honestly, besides like the Hamza fight, dude, every other fight we would agree. Pretty pretty hyped about all of them. Should happen. Should happen. Uh, rest in peace, Luke Rockhold's chin. And uh, shout follow, out Paul Acosta. Follow, follow Paul Acosta on Twitter. Get a Twitter just to follow Paul Acosta. Make a burner. Make a burner. And only follow Paul Acosta. You will not be disappointed. You will not. The memes, the tweets, the, the out-of-pocket things. Hey, it's entertaining, to say the least. He's the All best. Right. He is the best. And we will see you guys soon.